everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. I'm Steph Hansen. And we are in the second hour of this lovely Saturday show called The Weekly Dish, in which we talk about food and fun and all sorts of tasty things. Life yes? rescue through noodles. Yes. <laughs> rescue through noodles. We touch on all the topics that are important to you, your brain, your heart, and your gut. Basically. And could you keep talking like Pete Sweaty? We'll and talk the, about the sweaty balls. Would you like to look at our balls? This is I, this just, just just started off in the most bizarre way for the second hour. So let's just go right into top two of hour two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in hour two. All right, give me two, will you? All right, this is the time of the show in which we pick two things that we are sort of loving, can't get enough of, and we share them with you. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I've been eating a lot of ice cream yeah, in my soothing needs this week. Yeah. And I had a extremely, first of all, Sweet Science ice cream mm-hmm. is delicious. Yes. It is in many co-ops in Kowalski's. They have a actual ice cream shop in Keg and Case Market. And our friend Ashley Olds is the sweet scientist. She really takes her ice cream seriously. She treats it like a science. The way you say this, I'm not sure, but stracciatella. Yeah, stracciatella. Is a, it's kind of like magic shell chocolate chunks that you put inside the ice cream. And her version of it has been really working for me this week. I am so glad the pint is gone because I have not had the, the what is gone? The pint. Oh, the pint. Okay. I've not had the willpower or the energy to resist it. It has been like kryptonite in my freezer. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. each day I'd have a scoop. One day I had half the pint and now it's finally <laughs> gone. And I we're going to Keg and Case today and as a friend. Uh, you want me to stop you? I do. Okay. Because it would be bad. Okay. But it is so delicious if you like that flavor of ice cream. And it reminds me of being in Italy. It tastes just like how they make it in Italy. Okay. It's fantastic. Good. I'm there. Stracciatella. Stracciatella. That's your science. first one. All right. My first one is actually going to be Pig Amy Pizza, which is just relaunched up in Robbinsdale. I got to say, it is... I think that they did a really good job. I know I've talked a lot on the print and uh, stuff this week about it, but it's just... I am excited for them. Someone was there and told me they thought it was confusing. And I didn't know what I know that, that was. Why, uh, <laughs> why did they think it was confusing? I don't know. I mean, why would I? I don't know. I think that it's, I think that it's, uh, I think that if you haven't, I mean, Piggy made pizza and travail is not a normal, you know what I mean? Like it's not a, a typical experience. First and foremost, they don't want it to be a typical experience. They want it to be sort of different and engaging and fun. And so what they did is they took the old travail space and they made the front dining area into like a screen and porch and then there's bar seating and then in the back there's the brewery and more tables i think maybe because there's an a la carte menu you know what i mean like there's the kind where you post up you walk in you sit at a table you get pizza you get a burger you get whatever you want yep and then in the back there's places where you can do the ticketed uh menu so you can do the ticketed uh six course menu if you want to you have to sign up for that, of course, in advance. But then that's only on Wednesday through Saturday anyway. And then the rest of the time, it's just like a normal. So they're kind restaurant. of doing both. Yeah. And I think Mike Brown told me, I sat with him on Monday when he was, uh, when they were going through the training. 
And he was like, you know, it's he's like, this is our lane. People expect that from us. So why wouldn't we do it? I know it's a pizza place and people don't think about that, but this is a brewer's menu. And they're now incorporating, you know, the beer that they're brewing in collaboration with other breweries. And so it's this thing where they want to they want to continue to kind of raise the game as far as a pizza place goes. And I think that's a good idea. And I think they are known for that. And it can be more like I, I think what's interesting about that to me is you know, you have like a 12 course amazing meal like at Demi or something like that. But can you have that same experience in a little bit different way, in a way that's fun and a little more casual? Yeah. I think you can. I think you can, too. I think you absolutely. I think most eaters actually who are interested in that kind of dining, you know, that refined technique driven, perfect bite, small thing dining also just want to show up in their jeans and do that, you yeah. know, and, and not feel like that they're part of this rarefied moment. I think they really want to share that and be a part of the action. And you can do that there. Yeah. Um, one of the thing I'm going to shout out, they just put out on Twitter's and I thought, Oh my God, they have, uh, they have a new thing called the potato pigtail, which is like a potato churro, a beautiful creamy potato churro topped with crispy prosciutto, oregano, lemon served with Parmesan cream. It is. I'm trying to think of like a churro is like a dough stick. It's like a crisp on the outside. If you've had them at Martina, the potato churros there are outstanding. They're my favorite huh. things. So this is something I'm kind of excited about. I, it's like they basically pipe pureed potatoes and fry them. Yum. On the outside. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I know. So, okay, that was I'll my first one. I never met a potato I didn't like. Too true. Um, okay, I have been thinking about summer. I want it to be here. I'm waiting for my hostas to unfurl themselves because they're still so tight because they're in sort of a cloudy, rainy spot. Yeah. Stephanie, I have found something that I am just... I cannot wait to get it. Okay. It is called the Towel Kini. Can you click on the link so you can see it while I'm talking about it? There is no link there. Um, but I will find it. Okay. You go ahead. The Towel Kini, there is, if you click over to the right under the Facebook column, the Towel Kini is a <laughs> cover up. Oh it's God. got a hole for your head and two holes for your legs. And it's sort of like a sombrero or, excuse me, a poncho. That you could then, you wear it, but you can also lay on it. But isn't your butt exposed? No. See, it's like you're sandwiched in there. See how the other side, she's laying down on her stomach? We have a picture of this on our Facebook page. But that's because she's like, but then if she stands up, her front is going to be exposed. Whereas if the other woman stands up, her back is going to be exposed. These are, these are, now we're not splitting hairs over how the towel kini works. We're just saying. I just don't get it. This is a towel blanket warm weather accessory that you wear i need one look okay. at if you scroll down you can see the whole fashion it's a bikini that looks like it has a robe around it and that robe becomes your built-in oops of course when you're looking and you have a little music but look um, at this it becomes your built-in towel but i know but her butt is exposed behind this right no <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> this is, but I the think crux I do. Of the show, right? I know, here. I know. The I just don't. But like her butt is, is out there. Because the analysis. It's only draping on the front. Stephanie, can't we just have a towel kini? You could. It is forty degrees out. You can have and a towel kini, and all I, I want just will is be, a towel kini. This I will week, walk okay? behind you and then protect your butt, <laughs> which will be open for everyone to see. Would that be so bad? Why no. are we upset about the nudity? I'm just saying. I'm sure that you will want me to walk behind you with my bag. 
bag and make sure that your butt is get a towelkini. That's yeah. my top two. I like that towelkini. Okay, that's a good thing. Um, I'm going to shout out to Winchester in Rye, which is in v- Victoria, which is a new restaurant out there. And our friend Gina Holman, it's her from J Carver Distillery. It's her sister. And fun, I know. And so they, I are, didn't know there were two. Holmans. I think there's plenty of Holmans. Yeah. <laughs> Gina's. Uh, but it is, it's an interesting, cute little place. They've redone the Enki Brewing building, which was the Enki Brewing moved down the street a little bit. And I, Victoria's becoming kind of a little hotspot. I yes. know this is a strange, I know for you in St. Paul, you may never go there because it is far west and it is, you know, west of the Arboretum. But if people are going out to the Arboretum and I then, went to the Arboretum last weekend. Oh, you did. Fantastic. Yeah. And thinking like, hey, I want to go for something because I mean, the Arboretum food, it leaves a little to be desired. I'm just going to be honest there. It does. So then if you're looking to sit down and have a cocktail, you want to hitch it a little bit That's more. how I ended up at Lion's Tap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Though totally that. But I would hitch it out to Victoria and check it out because there's uh, there's a lot of Jay Carver distillery liquor on the uh, menu. They have a lot of whiskeys and all that kind of fun stuff. And, and uh, you know, steaks, chops, pizzas. It's a really nice looking place. And I think it's it's sort of a shocker when you find it in the middle of this teeny tiny small town, which suddenly has parking issues. Okay, that's kind of funny. Steaks, chops. There was another place that just opened a steakhouse inside it. Uh, that would be Canterbury Park. Thank you. The little Chicago chop house in Canterbury Park. I think I could get behind that. Like I, I, I like to go to Canterbury a couple times a season. Yeah. And I have not been to Canterbury since I don't even know when. Oh, I like horse racing. It's so fun. Do you really? Yes. I, but I don't know how to do it. So I just lose. So, so I can lose. only, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to lose 40 bucks and that's going to be part of the entertainment experience. Oh Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't bet because I just like money. <laughs> I just, I, don't bet I work really I like hard money. for my dollars, and the last thing I want to do is like burn them. Um, I'm just, yeah, and it is pretty much. Burning it is kind of like burning them. Yes. Hey, I wanted to, pu- I wanted to put out there that there's a new instant pot cookbook on the wires that we should talk about. Okay. And it's the Madhur Joffrey, who is, of course, she is the, you know, the mother of all great Indian cooking cookbooks, um, and she is. Uh, she really blazed a trail for, you know, for Indian cooking cookbooks, you know, in America. Um, and she's got great things like roti pizza and sog feta. Um, and she has basically got an instant pot cookbook. And it's like, how fantastic. I know. It's like, forget your, you know, your butter chicken recipe, which we both love. Yeah. That is a great recipe. This one has, you know, like the doll, it has an instant pot doll guide, which is your, the, your yeah. split peas and all the rest. Um, and it's got timeless recipes like mulligatani and all this kind of stuff. So it's just really, I think I'm excited to go get this and maybe we can do a cookbook club on it. Yes. But I'm going to put this should. little Q&A up with her that they did over at Bon Appetit. But I would say that, I mean, the thing about, for me, the Instant Pot is that it was the first one was ever, I bought one because of, uh, of you know, a Indian cook woman telling me she was like, yeah, I remember that was yeah. why you bought Kavita it. Meda, right. And so I think I just want to make sure that like, that's to me, I've never used it to the potential that I could in that way. So I'm excited to buy this book. I still use my instant pot at least once a week. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I especially lamb curry this week. Yeah. And when it's going to get hot out, like I don't want my kitchen to heat up as much. So I think, you know, that's, I know we think about it as braises and shoes and comforts for me. It's, it's not turning your oven on. Yeah. I and I made that. broth too. Yeah. By the way, uh, Barbara, our, our, uh, Barbara Lyons, our, yep. you know, our instant pot guru, she sent me a link to something that might be interesting, a gadget that is launching later this year that turned any instant pot into, into an air fryer. Yeah. You saw I that. saw it. Yeah. I don't know. I still have feels about the air fryer. I haven't gone there yet, but it's like, you wouldn't have to buy a whole nother one. You just buy a lid. 
Okay. That would turn your Instant Pot into one. Interesting. Well, That's real take, smart. I know. We're going to take a break, you guys. When we come back, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Um, and we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. I shouldn't open the microphone and start laughing, but we were talking about the Kelly Clarkson song, Broken and Beautiful. It's like, I love Kelly Clarkson, but this song kind of bugs me because it's talking about how being broken is beautiful at the same time. And I'm like, but why do we have to be broken? Why can't we just be beautiful and not be broken? And Stephanie's like... But we are broken. But broken That's the point. is beautiful. Like, it's the same thing. I think, though, like, if a lot you of- talk about, like, women in the context of, like, oh, we're all so damaged. And it's like, no, we're just real people. And if that's broken, then that's just part of who we are. But instead, but in this culture where we everyone posts perfection and beautiful Aperol spritzes and talks about their time on a boat in Italy and how wonderful it is, <laughs> the people who don't have that Jealous? think... I don't have that and they feel sad and broken. And so then they, it should be like, we? that's just as beautiful as everything else. It's just as beautiful. You can have just as much fun over in Victoria on the lake sitting Being at straight, the beach you can. with your whiskey drink in a can. Oh, dude, right on. Uh, this okay. is my life. <laughs> and that's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Stephanie. Hmm. Our friend Allie Kaplan from the Shop Girls, she did not want a minute to go by without us knowing that Taco Bell is opening a hotel and a resort in Palm Springs because this is where we are in the world. And she wanted to know what we thought about it. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) But I love Taco Bell. And I love brand extensions that are crazy. Like, let me just explain this hotel for you. First of all, Palm Springs is kind of, I haven't been there and I really want to go. It's kind of a kitschy, strange place. Yeah. There's a lot of vintage stuff there. It's um, very colorful, very bright. And it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of the golf thing. I don't know. It sounds like a super fun place to go. But this Taco Bell Hotel, it's not a joke. It's a hotel and a resort in Palm Springs. And they're going to open it this summer on August 9th. It will feature decor inspired by tacos and fueled by fans. So just think about that. Like, Potentially, there could be a bed that, like, you get into that's a taco. Like, you're the filling. Sure. That's hysterical. Sure. And I think this would be a great spot for a girls' weekend. Everything from the guest rooms to breakfast and poolside cocktails will be infused with a Taco Bell twist. I I mean, I it guess... It sounds super fun. We have Taco Bell, like, merchandise. I don't find that fun. <laughs> what is fun about Taco Bell? Honestly... I just think it's hysterical. I think it's... I get it, and I think I get the idea. I, God, I wonder how much it costs to go to Palm Springs. To go to Palm Springs and stay in a Taco Bell resort. Oh. Like, like, the funny part about Taco Bell is when you go to Taco Bell and you see the humans of Taco Bell... None of them are going to go to Palm Springs. Like that's, I just, I find that to be a harder Elitist, sell. I'm going to. Are you going to go to Taco Bell in Palm Springs? You're going to spend your money and go spend your time at Taco Bell in Palm Springs? You are? You're going to not go to Italy and then you're going to go to Taco well, Bell in Palm I Springs. Might. I actually, okay, so if we can get the van going, which right now we are working on rust abatement, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Um, Kurt has shared with me that he ruined a pair of pants because he got acid on them from Ooh. doing the rust abatement on the Wonder Bread van. Yes. That he's working on. But I could totally see us in the Wonder Bread van driving down to Palm Springs to stay at the Taco Bell Resort. Just saying. I, you know, the funny thing is, I get the kitsch. I think it's, I, I, it's like. Like for a day. But see, yeah, I'm, I'm not spending any dollars to do that. <laughs> and then because it's just like, and maybe that's just because I don't, my Taco Bell days were in college 
And they include the only time I ever get a, like a gordita on the way home from a drunk party, you know, kind of a yep. thing. I've made an Uber driver go to the drive-thru. Um, you did? Oh, like one time. Okay, yeah. that's funny. I know. But and I, that's the thing is like, but that's not, that's not Palm Springs. I think a smarter thing for them to do would be to do this in freaking Disneyland. Like, do this down in Orlando. That would be brilliant. Like, if yeah. you're talking about business. Like a Taco Bell amusement resort. Yes. Although Disney is probably like, hmm, thanks, but no thanks. I mean, my God, Orlando is made for this stuff. Like, Okay. Speaking of Orlando, because I have a little bit of a drib and drab about Orlando. Um, there are cocktail popsicles that are having actual booze in them that they're selling at Epcot's Italy Pavilion. And it made me think of our friend Jason Matheson and his podcast, Two Fairy Godfathers. Okay. Um, so these are, they come in limoncello, sparkling strawberry wine, and berry sangria. And they're by a company called Pop Fusions. And they literally have liquor inside them. Like the, it's in the mix. It's frozen in yeah, the mix. It's a popsicle. Yeah. And it has, and they, um, yeah, have liquor inside them. That might be fun. There's martini popsicles or there's frozen cocktails from Costco, too, that you can get. Yeah. It's hard to think about because booze is so hard to freeze that I wonder, like, yeah, the ones in there to make it are like freeze pops. Yeah. And they come in (laughs) purple party, ice blue, apple. Then there's something called uh, those are they're in a box at Costco. They yeah, they look like freeze pops. Yeah. Which, we used to, that sounds good. Right. Yeah. No, we used to make those in college, those freezy pops. And then you just put Everclear in there. <laughs> it's like a jello shot on a stick, basically. Everclear. For a summer day. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. You know how I'm always okay. So I always need like a summer food project. Mm-hmm. Like one summer I was gonna make the perfect apple pie and I did. Um another summer I was like obsessed with sheet cakes. I don't even know why, but I've got my summer thing that I'm going to be working towards. And here's what it is. I was complaining about like grilling and my husband grills the same three things, right? So ribs, chicken, beer can chicken, ribs, and he'll make a, a steak. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's it's wrong to complain about the fact that he's making these things that are delicious, but I get bored with them. It's just like, okay, great. We're having ribs for the 10th time this summer. And everyone yeah. who comes to our cabin's like, make your ribs. So that's all I eat the entire summer. This is the declaration. Okay. It is the summer of sauce. Okay. So all of these things like chicken, beer can chicken, and the thighs, I'm going to start getting saucy. Okay. Because you're just, you haven't before. You've been sitting there with just plain stuff. Things that are rubbed. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be making... Like jerk chicken. I'm going to be making marinades. I'm going to be making, I, I've been just keeping all these recipes that I'm excited about an avocado tomatillo sauce. Okay. Like, love avocado tomatillo yeah. sauce. And I thought, okay, instead of complaining, yep. get saucy. So, get saucy. I like this. Uh, another sauce that I'm really excited to make because I've been holding on to all these sauce recipes. Yeah. It's, it's called Co Rican sauce. And it is a combination of a Puerto Rican sauce. It's got sweet paprika, oregano, chili powder, curry powder, salt, vinegar, garlic, and olive oil. Yeah. 
So I'm going to be making like marinades and sauces that I'm going to serve with all the meats so that I can't accuse my husband of having boring meats. Yeah. And you can use this Korean sauce and um, shellac like baby back ribs or just serve it as a sauce on the side. Another sauce, there's a lemongrass chili sauce. Doesn't that sound good? I love that. So if you're going to do beer can chicken, like that's I love fine. a lemongrass chili sauce. Yeah. But then let's serve it with something. So would you do like... Like you're not talking like you can marinate it and everything else, but you're just saying like like having it on the table, have yeah. a couple different sauces. Would you do that? Like potentially lemongrass and like a tomatillo, uh-huh. and then like people could put it on there, whatever they however yeah. they want it. And then I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna like chimichurri. I made chimichurri with salmon last week, and my husband's like, "This was the best." What is? I'm like chimichurri. You know, sauces yeah. can be easy to make. You can mortar and, you and jar them. them. Yeah. And, and they, they can last sit in forever. your fridge. Yeah. You should think about Meyer's ginger scallion sauce. That stuff is the bomb. That's Stephanie Meyer's. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to find that recipe. Yeah. And I'll she post and it. her PVM um, and also part of the, I think, healing green broth. But I'm just that ginger scallion sauce. She's put on lots of stuff that I've eaten at her house. And I'm just like, oh, I keep forgetting how awesome it is. I made a scallion sauce a couple weeks ago that was grilled scallions that you blended up with lemon and olive oil. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it was like that where you served it with meat. So just giving you the like overview of summer here. It's going to be the summer of sauces. And I'm going to be bringing you saucy ideas for the summer. I'm down for this. I love this idea. Make your burgers, your chicken, your pork, all of the things. Because, I mean, I love all that stuff. Yeah. But I just want to make it a little more festive and not so boring i'm in i'm 100 percent in in fact we should break it down and like each make a couple and like you know throw it together yeah we can have this this could be like we could make a cookbook stuff like a sauce summer off. of sauce ideas <laughs> all right we gotta go we're gonna take a quick break you guys we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about arter world and what you can possibly yeah. do because it's not raining right now i think it's fine get a sweatshirt i mean there's stuff and there's good food so we'll be right back Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Leaders. Thanks for joining us today. I know it's a little foggy and snarky out there, and maybe you're tucked into your Snirk. bed. It's a it's snarky snirky. day. It's kind of snarky. And I don't know, I still think that like the winter was so, you know, hard and so like kept us inside so long. I still think today is a better day than it was in January. So for me, we're not going to let it stop us. Stephanie March, way to yeah. be positive Patty about it. Yeah, I'm going to be positive Patty. I like it. Yeah, Patty's welcome here. Patty's are welcome. <laughs> God love Patty. Uh, we are going to go to a little bit of Arter World today. And there's a lot of stuff happening. It's a great weekend for local artists. And let's be honest, you guys, most of the art is inside. So go support local art. Um, I want to hit up a couple things to look at. Um, our little Madeline Nakbar, who is from MSV Mag, she put together some things that you should look at. Maybe uh, if you're looking for some of those super cute pop culture reference co- cross stitches that everyone loves on the Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Those are at, uh, they're going to be at the 331 Club and at Bajo Sprue Labs this weekend. It's called Third Daughter, Restless Daughter, I think. And they're selling those. If you're looking for, um, uh, you know, there's like a 15-minute workshop to create glass magnets or pendants at Potec Glass Studio in the Flux Art Building. Um, there's, you know, Mercury Mosaics is doing their spring market. Okay, they have really pretty... Tile. Tile. So if you're going to be remodeling your kitchen and you want a little bit of a maker of Minnesota flair, yes, I would definitely look to them. They do a great job. Yes, I love this. Watercolorist Elise Emanuel is commissioning commissioning custom five minute watercolor portraits. How cute is that? that Fifteen dollars for uh, the Casket Art Building, and that's today from noon to six. Fifteen bucks, and you get a little custom watercolor portrait. 
Huh. How cute. So this is what I love. You can make and stamp your own bracelet with jewelry designer Allison Wendy Designs in the Northrop King building. So we have a little bit on MSPMag.com. We have a little like how to what to art a world as far as some of the interesting you know, arts things you can do, but definitely check out Northrop King, Casket Arts, the California building, walk around those and just kind of pop into galleries. That's what this is all about. Um, but then there's the food. And we definitely want to talk about the fact that yes. there are great things happening as far as food this weekend. Um, one thing I'm going to shout out is to the Fused Craft Brewed Eats at Art of World. Um, this is a truck. They're doing a pop-up with our boy, Crybaby Craig. They're serving chili cheese dogs and nachos with Crybaby Craig infused beer cheese. I had a Hello. little Crybaby Craig's this week, and I'm not going to lie. It's always so good. It is so good. It's so garlicky and just yummy in yeah. all the right way. Yeah. It's well, I mean, the Crybaby Craig that, you know, the pickled because it's a pickled habanero, you know, so it's like it's pickled. So it's like keeps that spark to it instead of cooking it to, to the point where it's, you know, and it's hot, but it's not um, like out of your mind, blow your face off hot. Right. Right. Which usually you can get sometimes with habanero. It's so hot. You can't even really taste the fruit. Yeah. Yeah, and you so, can't even do... Yeah, there's nothing left. Yeah, it's just I don't like, want to nuke my face, is the thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, Norseman Distillery, by the way, they are serving up art-inspired cocktails all weekend. And if you wear your I Bought Art sticker... So if you even go and buy something, and then you wear your I, Bar- I Bought Art sticker, you get $2 off your drink, which is great. And there's uh, artist Heather Friedley will be there doing skyscape paintings. That's cool. I know. Isn't that kind of neat? Do you feel like there's kind of this debate about like, well, Art of World used to be just about art and now it's about like all the music and the food and everything else. Why do we have to like split hairs? Can't you just, if you're in a neighborhood and things are cool and fun and happening, can't everybody have a little bit of that or is it too much? Yeah, I mean. Are you more of a purist? I No, I'm not. I'm with you. And I feel that I think like whatever brings, you know, the milkshakes to the, or your boys yeah. to your yard, you know, it's like, I think that you My have. milkshakes bring the boys to the yard. yard. I know. Sorry. Couldn't Sorry. let it go. Um, because I think that there's so many, like, okay, today, not only is Art of World happening, but there's open doors or doors open. Oh, let's just talk about that for a minute. Okay. Well, let me just finish okay. this thought Sorry. and we'll come back to that. So there's doors open. There's the burger battle. There's, you know, Pimento is doing their thing at Keg and Case. There's a farmer's market at Keg and Case. There's all this stuff that's already happening and this happens in this wonderful town that we live in. So in my mind, if you can create something to get to bring more people, especially to art, which is not an everyday occurrence for people and people with art, they tend to be nervous because they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And they feel like, I don't know how to buy art. So if you give them an in, if you give them a reason to kind of get there and if that's live music and burgers and beer, okay. Yeah. More people, more art. That's what I want. And I and if you want to keep it more curated and more simple, then do another one that do another one in another time that is, you know, do an offshoot, like kind of like the Rosé Fest Chuck did. He decided that it got too big at Rosé Tent Tasting. Yep. And this weekend he's doing a smaller one at the Lynn Hall. And it's like, let's just get it down to 300 people and we'll really taste the wines and it'll be more intentional. And right. that's OK, too. So there it is. Okay, so let's talk about Doors Open for a second. Yeah, I just, Doors Open is a new event that's happening in Minneapolis. And basically the idea is, is Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 5, the doors of famous and iconic and uh, institutional buildings will be open for people to tour them. So things like 
the Mill City Museum will be open. Um, the uh, upper post at Fort Snelling will be open. Orpheum Theater, the Sheriff's Office, just things that are part of our city that maybe you haven't seen before. Yep. Uh, the Canine Kennel is going to be open. Uh, there are free lime rides, so if you use the code Doors Open nineteen, you can hop on one of the lime scooters. Yep, and go from place to place. You can find all the information about what's open and the schedules at doorsopenminneapolis.org. Just a quick shout out to my friend Scott Mayer, who I officed with for a long time. He is like I call him the mayor of Minneapolis. He is such a fantastic human. He started the Ivy Awards. He started the Charlie Awards. And he is always innovating and thinking of ways to bring eyes to the city that he loves, which is Minneapolis. So Doors Open Minneapolis is happening this weekend. Check it out. A lot of fun, cool activities. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to Arter World just yeah. quickly. So we got some stuff. The Freedom Machines is the thing that you and I are going to go to. The It's a van show, people. Vans. It's a van. Hashtag van life. Van life. And it starts at noon um, and it goes to 6 p.m. It's a custom van show. And there's awards for best in show, best airbrush art, best van name, best interior, all this kind of fun stuff. Um, and they've got a new, and of course, Abel Brewing, who we had Casey on the show, they've got a new beer called Slow Motion Car Wash. It's a fruited ale. I like it. I know, and Anna Molly's is going to be there putting up, uh, you know, some good barbecue. They've got $4 tacos, and they've got Korean short ribs on the menu today. Hashtag Wonder Bread Van, if you want to follow along with our Dodge 1972 Dodge Explorer van remodel that my husband's working on as we speak. There it is. Uh, if you're going to Sociable Cider Works, I like the fact that they're doing something called Artifacts, and they're doing Art bikes and chalk this weekend um and they're doing live chalk murals created on the spot by some of the best chalk artists i'm hoping that they're underneath or they're inside but they could be inside i hope so too um there's the saint paul ballet is going to be performing a bike section of bella luna in collaboration with handsome cycles i think that's very cool Mm -hmm. and of course you know the food is that uh they've got um you know they've got union kitchen there so that's going to be delicious um and then there's a couple other things. If you want to go to 56 Brewing, they have got up in uh, Northeast, they've got a Brew Northeast poster show. So like a brewing poster show, which I think is cool. a great thing that a lot of people like that kind of pop art too. Um, and at the food building, you can go sample Bakersfield snacks, Red Table Meats, and see a lot of art as well. I feel the clamped. Like, I don't know why this is making me emotional, but yeah. I love this city so much like I just love that we have all of these things that we go through this winter of hibernation and people in their close environments and then the doors swing open literally and everybody's open and come and visit and get out and explore your city it's so cool it is very very cool I like all things about it um Okay, actually, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to really kind of wrap up the show and talk a little bit more about some other stuff you can do this weekend. And uh, we're going to just kind of set you on your way. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for listening to us today. Uh, If you missed any portion of our, you know, amazing content, as we like to call it, the the podcasts are available for you wherever you want to go. And we always add extra content, too. So we're going to go and pop around town and... Record some fun stuff that you should dial in for. We have a Valley Fair preview of new foods that we did that yes. uh, I thought was posted, but when I looked today, it is not. So okay. I will make sure that that gets posted because there's a lot of great new foods out there. All right. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. And maybe you're not at uh, Valley Fair. Today. Although this is my tip, people go when it's raining. <laughs> yeah. Because no one my was favorite on the rides. thing. Yeah. The rides are running. And if it's just even like today, like a cloudy overcast day, there are no lines. We must have done the roller coaster like 10 times one year. 
Someone was asking me too, and I think this is a legitimate question. They're like, how can I get your podcast? I don't know anything about how this works. Okay. So here's what I would tell you. On, if you have an iPhone, you have an app for podcasts. If you have any other kind of phone or you can download distribution content channels, right? So like you can what? download Give like Podcast One. Okay. You can download Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher, but you can download Podcast One or go to your iTunes. You can subscribe, which means you find a weekly dish, hit the plus button, and that becomes a subscription then. It doesn't download on your phone every week. It's out in the cloud. So when you're ready for it, it's not taking up space on your phone. You just go to your podcast app and you click on the show and then it will give you the episode that you want. We do have content every week that we don't do on the show here. We go after the show or before the show or at a different time during the week. Um, as we get into the summer here, I'll probably be doing some stuff by myself from the cabin. You'll be doing some stuff. Yeah. So all of that content will be there for you, but you have to subscribe to the podcast to get it. So please yeah. do. And subscribing doesn't mean anything more like, I mean, it's there's, free. it's free. There's it's no, like when you yeah. say subscribe, it's really just signing up to get the notice. Yeah. Because what will happen is you'll get a notification that says, oh, your oh, there's more content's stuff. here. Yeah. Good tips. Good stuff. Yeah. And if you ever need a lady us- at my gym handed me her phone and she said, like, make it happen. Yeah. She's like, can you, I need to find your podcast. Can you just put it on my phone right here? I was Is like, there sure. a weekly dish app that can, they can, I mean, not a weekly dish, uh, my talk one Oh seven app. Isn't there, is that not part of it? There is a my talk one Oh seven one app. You can find it there too. Okay. Or you can find the podcast one app. Right. There are many apps. Spotify, you can find podcasts Yeah, I do there. it all on Spotify. We're it's all on my well. Spotify. Yep. Which, by the way, also Boiling Bones is growing and growing. Oh, I, our Boiling our, Bones our playlist. Mix. Yeah, our playlist is on playlist. there. And I continue to add more songs to it. So if you, uh, if you, you know. If you want a good playlist for cooking. It's like 300. It's like a lot. She has a uh, penchant towards divas and jams. It's jams. It's all kitchen jams. Lady Diva Like jams. I just added some Eurasia because I remembered how much I love them. Um, how about the new, uh, I'm so excited to see the movie Rocket Man by Elton John yes. that premiered at Cannes. It's gotten some really interesting reviews. That'll be coming out next week. That's good. That's good. I know you like Elton John. I and do. Game of Thrones. I know you're not watching, but nope. I do want people to know the final episode is going to be happening on Sunday and they're doing something fun at the cinema draft house. You can go and you can watch it while you're eating snacks and watch it on the big screen. I think that would be really fun Yeah, for the finale to have it with your friends. We will be notified who is on the Iron Throne at the New Hope Cinema Grill. Are um, you going to be sad when it's over? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, this season for me has not been emotionally satisfying. This is what I hear across the board, that it's like it's been a letdown. Yeah. But I, you know, this special effect, like a lot of it's very great. And if you aren't emotionally invested in the characters, it's like watching a cinematic movie every Sunday. It's amazing. Okay. I just, some of the character arcs have been a little odd to me, but one more left and I'm going to be there in front of my TV and I'll probably feel emotionally bereft when it's over. So join me on Twitter with the cry fest. Okay. There it is. That's why I will be off Twitter on Sunday night, <laughs> completely and utterly. Uh, let me letting you know if you're not into art and you're not into all the stuff, but you're still thinking you want to get your garden, you know, at least planted or plotted. Because later this week there will be some nice days that you'll be able to get in there. The Master Gardener Annual Plant Sale is happening. Uh, the Hennepin County one uh, today, and it is at the U of M Extension. Um, I'm sorry, it's at Minnehaha Academy. 
And these are master gardeners who have grown these plants. And I like to think that they are probably like the varsity team of plants. Oh, for sure. I mean, these are seedlings and things that you ha- cannot find anywhere else in any garden center or anything else. And they are, in fact, you know, it started at uh, 9 a.m. And I'm thinking that a lot of them are like the really good, cool things are gone. But it goes till 2 p.m. So if you're headed out and thinking about it, um, there's a lot of veggies and annuals that are available, I'm sure. So... We talked about doors open. Um, our friend Todd Walker wanted us to know that the Fauché Tower is opened during these next two days. Oh, good. And City Hall is also open. He loves the view uh, from the Fauché Tower, which he found out was modeled after the Washington Monument. Yes. And you can get a great view of the city of Minneapolis. Yes, I do. Uh, I do love I do love that that deck. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I and just it's think open. it's just great. Here's a weird thing. Yep. I the dandelion celebration, the 31st annual is here. It's from one to four, May 19th. And it's at the Godfrey Sunday. House on University Avenue. What Northeast. is it? They have dandelion arts, crafts, face painting, recipe booklets for dandelions and dandelion greens. The first wild food I ever ate was a dandelion fritter up at Camp at Camp Isabella when I was in like fourth grade. Yum. They like we picked the dandelion and then they gave us batter and we and then we fried it over a campfire. I bet it was delicious. It was great. Well, it's a fried thing. Hello. I love dandelion <laughs> greens actually. They're well, yeah, bitter they're and so delicious. Good. Just That's, make sure you're not eating them like where people have sprayed. No, well, I mean, if they have dandelions, they probably haven't sprayed. But I mean, good point. You know, my yard is dandelion friendly. That's for dang sure. Also, creeping Charlie friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at my violets. I like them. I'm having. I'm having a, a good time with them. Uh, letting you know also that a uh, couple pieces of news that uh, did you hear the about talking about keg and case and that Gazta, the little cheese and wine shop is changing. They've closed and they're going to become an O cheese grilled cheese station. Yeah. I think as the market evolves, we're going to see well, Pimento kitchen is opening. Their grand opening is this weekend. Yeah. Um, I think as the market evolves, we'll see sort of what the clientele wants there. And while Gazda cheese and amusements was great and the cheese platters were lovely and people are sad to see it go cheese might be a more family-friendly, low-cost option for the market. Yeah, I think that's all right. Um, Lola on the lake, you heard, has yes, been you know damaged fire by fire. Yeah, kind of very sad. Um, apparently, Trish and I were talking about how it doesn't even matter what kind of thing you report about anything that is happening around that lake. All it does is inspire people who are very angry about the name. Like, you could say, like, there's a beautiful, there's a golden egg found in Lake or whatever and like people just go nuts about how bad how they don't want the name to change how they don't want it to be calhoun oh it's crazy it's a little insane okay like people get very weirdly personal about it like i sailed my boat on lake calhoun so it will always be lake calhoun hot take hot take it's a hot take (laughs) you're absolutely right that's exactly what it is Holy buckets, I didn't even realize that. That is exactly hot take. Hot Lake take. Calhoun or Bede Macasca? Yeah, Bede Macasca. I'm fine with Bede Macasca, by the way. Just as apparently to put my hot take in the courts sand. aren't. There's been now the name is Well, now that the parks are changing the name of the streets around it, it's hysterical. This is like this Lake is Calhoun funny. Parkway is not going to be Lake Calhoun Parkway. It's going to be like Bede Macasca Parkway. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a lot of mouthful. I know. Well, I mean, you can say Minnetonka. Bit of Makaska, 
I just wish we knew how to say it correctly. I wish they... Isn't it Bidet Makaska? Bidemakaska? Bidemakaska? Bidet is probably not right. I don't know. That's a very Stephanie interpretation. I'm fairly certain. Um, Letting you also know that the Good Acres farm shares are almost out. And so I want you, if you're thinking about a farm share, this is a great option for you. The Good Acre, of course, is a cute little place up in... um, Larpender, Falcon Heights. Yep. On Larpender and Falcon Heights. And they have a farm share that is... uh, you know, partnered up with them and they are, you know, a, uh, it's fantastic. Cause there's farmers from all over the twin cities that yeah. come there as a distribution hub, as a way to reuse their produce. Yep. And you're going to get a lot of variety. You're going to get 70 varieties of produce items yeah. from a network of local sustainable farms. And you can add in, you know, eggs and bread. If you want to do, there's 18 weeks of boxes. Uh, it's $395. And that's 18 weeks of groceries that you don't have to go buy. Yes. That's all I want to put that out there. I spend 100 bucks every week at, you know, the grocery at store. At least. At least. And uh, here's the good news. 10% all off of, if you sign up, you get 10% off of cooking classes at TGA. All right. And a recipe. I love it. Okay, kids. Go out there and have your best Minneapolis-St. Paul day. Great show. Have a good day, everybody. Ciao, ciao.